God, may we see things differently. Open our eyes, open our our ears to hear what you are speaking to us individually and us collectively as a body here in this community. God, may we not take for granted that you are always calling and that you want to connect and you want to communicate with us, your sons and your daughters. God, help us to answer that call. We thank you, Jesus, in your precious name. Amen. Amen. I'm really excited about this series over the next couple of weeks because I believe uh, coming out of, we were talking about significance last month, coming out of knowing who you are, when we know who we are in Christ as a son or a daughter, there's so much power that comes with that. And the Holy Spirit has given us that power because we are to be his witnesses to a world that's so desperately broken and so desperately in need, right, of hope and love and forgiveness. And God has entrusted each of us. I want you to look around this room. Every single one of you have been gifted and entrusted with a gift or multiple gifts. And with that comes responsibility. With that comes, uh, we need to answer the call. Uh, Those gifts are not just for us. They're not just so that we can look really good. They are to honor and give glory to Jesus. And so we're going to talk about that today. So when you look at the definition of the word entrusted in the dictionary, it says to put something into someone's care or protection. So when you think about how beautiful it is that our Savior and our Creator Uh, From the time that we were conceived in our mother's womb, there were gifts that God put into us right from that point. He's entrusted us with natural abilities, things that are just to, to us, things that we are going to be good at. And then once we come to know Christ, once we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit then at salvation comes and, and all of a sudden now we have gifts from the Spirit. And if you take that relationship even farther and you are seeking the Lord for the baptism in the Holy Spirit, then there's more things that even come from that. And so we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about the discovery process of those gifts. It's a great place to start. And looking at your giftings, the great place to begin is like, well, looking around at our church, looking around in your neighborhood, where are the needs? What are the things that you look at and your heart goes, man, somebody needs to do something about that. Have you ever felt that? You watch something on TV or you heard a story at work or you know something bad happened and, and you think to yourself, man, somebody should do something about that. Has anybody ever felt like that? Just raise your hand so I'm not alone. Okay, now let me give you a little tip. Okay, you guys ready? If you are sitting there going, man, somebody needs to do something about that. Can I just, just, I mean, let's just make this real easy. That's probably you, okay? Because God's put it on your heart that someone needs to do something. And that someone is you. And so I want to challenge us today that we would look at our lives differently that we would look at our lives as not just our lives, but that we would look at them from God's perspective. He is the one that has gifted us with life, with breath, 
That came from him. We did nothing to do that. He's given it to us to steward. He's given it to us to be entrusted with, to do something for his glory, not our glory. Now listen, there's nothing wrong with having lots of education. There's nothing wrong with having a lot of money. There's nothing wrong with having things. None of that's wrong. But when those things become more important than Jesus, more important than our relationship with God, that's where the problem occurs. God gives some people gifts to make money to support ministries. Absolutely. So there's nothing wrong with wealth and success. But it comes back to, are we living for our lives or are we living for God's life, God's purposes? Ecclesiastes 9.10 says, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. Whatever your gifts are, you may think it's insignificant. The smallest thing matters when done according to the Lord, and for other people. No matter how small or simple or modest your gift may be, it matters. God needed you here at this time, at this place of culture. Like, you need to be here. If you're breathing air, you are needed in this time, in this season. And you have gifts and talents and things that God has given you for now that God wants to use in our community, in your community, at your job, and in your family. But we have to be willing to surrender to that. We have to be willing to be like step out of our comfort zones and not have it be about us. We are stewards of the gifts that God has entrusted to us. What is a steward? Somebody that has been given that responsibility to take care of, right? And this is for the benefit of others. We have these gifts so that we might be able to serve others. Whatever uh, scripture you have, if you have a device or if you have a Bible, open up your scripture to 1 Peter 4. Um, We're going to look at verse 10 and 11. Oh, man, this has been so fun as I've just been looking at this, and I'm so excited to be able to, some of you, you don't even know maybe what your spiritual gifts are. You've maybe even never heard of this. And um, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And, and actually, there's a test, a spiritual gifts test. How many of you have ever taken uh, through the years a spiritual gift test? Okay, so a lot of you. Um, I'm going to post in our Rockside family group, and I'll send, we'll send it out on an email. There's a free test that we, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to encourage you to take. Because it will help you understand how God has wired you. Now, the tests are not 100% conclusive, all right? So it's, don't take it like gospel. But it's going to help you, and as you look at it, you may go, wow, that really resonates with me. Or you may go, I don't see that at all. Well, just because you don't currently see a specific gift doesn't mean you don't have it. It just means maybe it's not developed fully. Maybe you haven't even had an opportunity to grow in that gifting. And so we're excited over the next couple of weeks for you guys to be able to not only ask the Lord to show you, but begin to even develop more so the gifts that he has inside of you for the purpose of his kingdom, for the purpose of serving other people. Because again, he doesn't just give them to us so that we can hoard them, so that they can all just be ours, or we never even use them. Heaven forbid. Do you realize that one day we will all stand before Jesus Christ, whether you know him as Savior or not? (laughs) If you know him as Savior, you're going to stand before him, and we're going to be accountable for our lives and how we lived for him. 
And this is one of the big things. He's given us giftings and talents, spiritual gifts. And how are we stewarding, stewarding them? That's a big responsibility. 1 Peter 4, verse 10 says this, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever. It's really clear here, if you have the gift, then you need to operate in it. If you have the gift to speak, then God needs you to speak. The gift to lead, the gift to serve. Whatever that is, we are then required to then lead in that gifting. Our gifts are not intended to be platforms where we try to gain sense of like significance and even the esteem of men. That's not what they're there for. They're there to serve. They're there to bring blessing to the body of Christ. Not so that we all can feel good about ourselves. Our real significance comes from God choosing us. Amen? Do you realize that? God chose you. So that's where our significance comes from because we're his child. He chose us. He loves us. He loved us first. So our real significance comes from God choosing us, gifting us, and then deploying us in his kingdom and for his purposes. That's where the significance is. And that's the challenge, is where in your life, in your everyday life, how are you using your giftings for his kingdom purposes? And that's a question that I want us to, to be challenged in. Whether you realize it or not, you were given giftings from the time you were born. And, and admittedly, some of you have multiple gifts. Not everybody has the same amount. Some have a lot more. Maybe you have the gift to sing, and you just have a beautiful voice, the ability to just bring beautiful music. Or maybe you have the gift of hospitality, love hosting people and having them at your home. Maybe you're really good at spreadsheets. I am not. <laughs> that is not my gifting. Math, mm-mm. Or maybe you're really good at organizing. All right. Maybe your gift is leadership and shepherding, taking care of one another. Maybe it's crafting, arts, dancing, even driving and having the right sense of direction. That is a gift, folks. Okay, there are people that are just like, it's just in them. They know like the directions. It's crazy. I'm so thankful for GPS because <laughs> I do not have that sense of just, you know, direction. Maybe your strong suit, maybe your strength is kindness. Wow. Gentleness, patience, goodness, self-control. Right, those are the fruits of the Spirit. But maybe that's just a gifting. You're just kind. You just emote love and kindness. Maybe it's smiling. 
I will tell you, that is one of my giftings. I really, I know it seems crazy, but, I, but I've asked the Lord to anoint my smile, um, especially when I walk into places where I know people don't have hope, which is, you know, lots of places. But I know I've had so many people who have opened conversations because smi- of just smiling and being kind and open. God can use that. You don't know even what a smile could do to the person that was going to go home and commit suicide, but you smiled at them and they had hope for humanity that somebody recognized them and somebody cared. We don't know how our gifts can really change other people's lives. Maybe your gift is doing hair. Again, whatever our hands find to do, do it with all our might. They all matter. All of those those natural abilities that have been given to us from the time we were born. How cool is that to think about? So what's your strength? Do you know? Have you thought about like, wow, what are my top three strengths? I want you to think about it over the next couple of weeks. I want you to be able to identify, all right, here's the three things I'm good at, because we're gonna ask you, how's that? God in all of his wisdom and creativity has blessed his children with spiritual gifts as well. So not only do we just have natural gifts and abilities, which is awesome, right? God then gives us spiritual gifts. We are granted gifts that are to be used to serve others and display God's grace. (laughs) And they're spiritual gifts because they come by the power of the Spirit. They're not natural. We can't just make those things happen. That's the beautiful part with that as well. When we're born again and we come into the faith of Jesus, the Holy Spirit enters our hearts and our minds and our bodies. And then we're empowered with spiritual giftings. One, two, three, who knows? We, it, it's, God gives to as he chooses. He knows. He knows what he wants to do with your life. But are you listening? Are you answering that call? Or are you sitting on your gift? Mm. I don't want to sit on my gift. I want to keep developing. I want to keep learning and growing. I want to keep whatever God you need me to do. I surrender. I am yours. The Spirit enables us to use our gifts to further the gospel and his kingdom. Again, that's why we have those giftings. I can sing, but I definitely can't sing like Whitney Houston. I miss her. (laughs) What a a gift. I I can play golf but definitely not like Tiger Woods. I'm more of like a mini putt person, you know? (laughs) I can drive a car, but not like Danica Patrick. I can cook, Mm, I'm okay with that, but not not like Emeril, right? So again, we all have different giftings. There's things that you might be really good at that somebody else is not, because we're a part of the body because we're supposed to bring those gifts together as an offering to the Lord and as an offering to each other and as an offering to the community. We bring that together as one body of Christ, not one being better than the other. So whatever you bring, that's what we need and that's what matters. Isn't that cool? And you're all needed because you all have at least a gift. (laughs) Isn't that so cool? It's about stewarding. All right, stewarding those gifts and serving those around us. Back to 1 Peter 4.10, God has given each of you gifts from his great variety. 
Use them well to serve one another. Use them well. Are you using your gifts well? Are you using those to serve other people? I hope so. Your gifts are to be used to serve other people. Not for ourselves, not so that we can feel better about ourselves. In our culture, it's all about self, right? Selfies, you know, you look on people's Facebooks and it's all, you know, mostly pictures of themselves. We live in a society that is just self, self, self. And when we take our gifts and we use them for other people, it battles against that. And I encourage you to do that. Each one of your unique skills is a gift from God that he uniquely has given to you to serve other people. He's calling you to be a witness and a testament of his grace. And he wants to use your gifts. Maybe you paint, maybe you draw, maybe you write. Maybe you just make really good food. (laughs) My friend's mom who passed away this week, it'll be a year. She was like a second mom to me. She made amazing food all the time, you know. She would bless people. She'd come to church with these like big bags and she knew folks that were going through stuff and she would give them salsa, homemade enchiladas or just different soups. That was her gift. And I'm telling you, I mean, it was like really good, really good stuff. And she just used her gift to glorify God with what God had given her. May we be that way. May we use what God has given us and trusted us to bless other people. Not just here even, in our world, in our family, in our neighborhood. How can your gifts be utilized to bless other people? I think about in my life how many people who have impacted me who have shown up at different times and their gifts have blessed my life, have changed my life. Thank God they said yes and were willing to use their gifts to intervene in my life when I needed it so much. Their gifts were a manifestation of God's grace to me and appearing at just the moment when I needed it the most. Do you see that's why it's so important? We need each other as the body of Christ You could just be the miracle that somebody else needs in their life. But if we don't recognize that, and if we're not using those gifts, you're going to miss out on those opportunities to be used of the Lord, to change somebody else's life by just simply offering our gifts to the Lord. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We're going to take a look at a few verses here. So this is taking place in a time where the Holy Spirit uh, has come and um, the church of Corinth, is they're, they, they're experiencing some really amazing things. And the people of God are being used of the Lord. They're, all of a sudden, there's these spiritual gifts. And so Paul has to really send them a letter and a teaching to help them at this time because they're... They're thinking that some of them are better than others because this person's got this spiritual gift. And, and so Paul's like, okay, let me just help you out. 
church of Corinth. Let me help you. Here's what these spiritual gifts are for. And so that's what's great about this chapter specifically, because it helps walk it out, like why we have these spiritual gifts and what they're used for. All right. And so let's, let's take a look at that. And so it's quite a bit of scripture. So follow along uh, with us. So we'll start in verse uh, chapter, or chapter 12, verse 4. All right. And again, this is Paul speaking to the church of Corinth, but it is for us today just as much. All right. Verse 4 says, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts. All right. So now we're talking about spiritual gifts, not just regular talents and abilities. All right. But the same spirit is the source of them. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it's the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other. To one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same Spirit gives great faith to another. And to someone else, the one Spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and the other ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit. Still, another person is given the ability to speak in an unknown languages while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only Spirit who distributes all the gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. All right, so in here it kind of walks through the different spiritual gifts that we are given as a church body. Not everybody has the same amount, all right? And, that, and it says that the Spirit decides who is going to have what giftings. All right, continuing on. The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. All right, so again, you see the need for all of us to be working together, right, in connection. All those gifts working together for the empowerment of the body of Christ. All right, so move on over to verse 26 in the same chapter It says, if one part suffers, all of the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all of the parts are glad. All of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is a part of it. Here are some of the parts that God has appointed for the church. All right, and so now we go into some more uh, power gifts. First are apostles. Second are prophets teachers, then those who do miracles, those who have the gift of healing, those who can help others, those who have the gift of leadership, and those who speak in unknown languages. Oh, man. So how cool it is for you to realize if you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit is a part of you and has gifted you. The Spirit has gifted you with giftings. And now it's our job to begin to develop those and deploy those and use those for the kingdom of Christ. Amen. (laughs) So what gift or gifts has God given you? I want you to begin to think about that over the next couple of weeks. I want you to begin in your own time to start identifying your natural giftings, but then also potentially the spiritual giftings that God has given you. God did not make mistakes when he made you. 
You have the gifts you do for a reason and for a purpose. And sometimes I think we can be upset about that. We can look at somebody else's gifts and go, oh, but their gift is more shiny and they get to be on stage and hold a mic and my gift over here, nobody even knows what I do. And sometimes we can start comparing and we can want what other people have. Man, let's just get really good with saying, Jesus, whatever you've given me, I just want to use it for your glory. So for the empowerment of the body of Christ, for your kingdom to come. We are on assignment from God, and we need to be stewarding the gifts that he has given us. That's why we have them. There's no higher calling for us than to be who God has called us to be. Amen? So we need to live our assignment. So let's serve one another in faith and in love. And here's a couple ways that we can do that, all right? So number one, here's a way that we can do this. Ask what the needs are. So when we're... At the body, here, the body of Christ, right? There are needs here, definitely, that we need folks to step up and into. As we continue to grow, as we continue to reach into the community, there are things that people can get involved and serve utilizing your gift, your talent, your spiritual gift, all right? So if you're like, I don't know what the needs are, boy, our leadership team will be able to answer that question for you. There are lots of opportunities, all right? Lots and lots. Uh, you are better when you're connected and serving. When you're belonging to a group, small people, small group of people, and they're serving for this purpose, boy, it's so great. You get to know them. They get to know you, and you get to bless the body of Christ. There's just something really awesome about serving the body of Christ. So ask what the needs are. Once you begin to understand the needs, then begin to pray, all right? Pray that there will be more workers. Pray that people will step up and into those places. And then even ask the Lord, so what are you asking of me? What is my responsibility? What do you need me to do, Lord, in your church? And he will tell you, he will show you. That's why you have the gifts you have. Number three, what do you enjoy doing? What do you love? Where does your heart beat? There's a reason why you have the passions that you do. There's a reason why your heart is drawn to this or that, because your giftings connect to that. And so we need all giftings in the body of Christ. So what do you enjoy doing? The Lord may have equipped you with certain capacities that serve the body well. And you may be reluctant to use those because you're like, I use those at my job all the time. Well, listen, if you use it at your job, it's because it's a gift. So offer that to the Lord. Offer that to the body of Christ and serve and serve well. The fourth thing is this. Seek godly counsel from leaders, mentors, small group leaders. They will be a valuable asset in confirming or denying whether or not you might have those particular gifts. And another thing is this gift test. By taking that, you'll be able to look at that and assess it, even in prayer. Lord, how does this fit with who I am and how you've created me? Right? We can seek that counsel so we know how we can better serve the Lord and our church. And then the fifth thing is this, just serve. Don't just sit there, do something. We can all be a part of something somehow, right? <laughs> so let's use our gifts for the glory of the Lord. Let's serve each other. Let's serve the body of Christ. 
but serve his kingdom for the greater whole. And as you do that, you might start serving in a space, and maybe you're like, that's not my gifting. But after a while, all of a sudden, you're like, man, I'm really liking this. Man, I'm starting to, this really is my heart. Sometimes you find out what your gifts are after you, like, step out. After you start, well, I can sort of play the piano, so I guess I'm going to start going to jam night and offer, and then you start learning, and all of a sudden, you're like, wow, I really have a heart for worship. I really enjoy playing the piano, and all of a sudden, you're developing more of this heart for what you're doing because you're realizing this is a gift. I didn't really get, I didn't really know that. So I'm just excited. We're just excited for you guys to begin to develop, discover what those giftings are. And then so we can help you then get into place, get into groups, get into places where God can use that even more so than he is right now. Amen. 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 So worship team, why don't you guys come on up? I want to give you the website for this gift test. It's free. You do not have to pay for it, which is awesome. They, you'll take the test, and they'll send the results to you, um, and you will have those results. And so um, it is www. And then this is one word, gifts, G-I-F-T-S, test. So gifts, plural, and then test.com. All right, it's a church that developed this, and they offer it out, which is phenomenal for free for other churches. And um, it's just, it's a simpler one. There's ones that are really exhaustive and like 150 questions. And I'm like, you guys are not going to want to do 150 questions. But this one's simple, and it'll just give you an idea of where you kind of land in these giftings. All right. And um, go ahead, and if you want to take that this week or next week, next week we're going to do a follow-up and really dive into the spiritual gifts, uh, into some of these others about what they are and what their purpose is and how we can continue to grow in them, or even yourself, how you can identify like, okay, so I do have this spiritual gift you know, of administration, and what do I do with that? I never even knew that existed. Well, we want to be able to help you develop those gifts so that then we can deploy them out into the body of Christ. Amen. <laughs> so let's stand to our feet. We're going to sing a couple songs together. And I just want, as we close our time together, I want you to think about God is calling you. All right. Think of that visual of that phone ringing, right? And you see on the screen, it's God and he's calling. And what is your response? What is your response to him? He's gifted you. You've got natural talents, natural abilities, things that make you who you are. If you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you've got spiritual gifts that he's given you as well. So what are you doing with that? And that really is the challenge today is for you to identify in your heart and in your life, how are you answering that call? How are you using the gifts that he's entrusted to you for his purpose. Guys, God is calling us as a church to go beyond ourselves. We've got folks to reach. We've got people to minister to. And listen, I know even in this room, there are some of you here today, you're dealing with some things. You're, you're heavy. Your heart is broke. Maybe you're just dealing with anger, frustration, Maybe you continue to have to battle sickness and disease and you're worn out. 
The same God that we've been talking about all today, we've been praising and praying to, he knows where you're at and he loves you. He cares about you. He's with you. He's walking with you. But how are you connected into him? How are you reaching out to him and letting him in? So as we worship here in these next couple little bit of time, I want you just in your own heart of hearts, reflect, and I want you to respond to the Lord just between you and him. How you're answering the call and how